Welcome to that One Thing podcast with Kayleen Duffy. The whole goal of this podcast is to inspire you, hear a story of resiliency, something that you can take back and apply to your own life. I am so excited to introduce you all to my next guest. He is a friend from the University of Alabama. He is a veteran NFL linebacker, and we have CJ Mosley. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Doing great. This is awesome to have you. It's been a while. It's been a long time. I'm glad to see you. Yeah. Glad to see you doing well. Excited to be here. Thank you. CJ has seen some of the best and worst versions of me. My last year as a college athlete kind of finished the career strong, but then also needed my my taste of college life. And you got to see some of some of that, you know, Soccer Sundays. I did. Soccer Sundays. Um, <laughs> one of the best times of my freshman year. Um, some of the best parties. Great friends that I met. I'm still friends with now um, in the background. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to, to Molly. Molly and the guys, all, I, all the soccer team. Uh, it was it was a great time. Teresa, yeah. I see you throw your hands up. <laughs> um, but it was it was a good time. College was fun. Um, a lot of a lot of great memories. So yeah, we, we did it right. We did it right. We did it right. Well, it's so cool to see you as a freshman when I was a senior, and now you're a what? How how many years have you been in the league now? Um, well, I say ten years. Um, I, I opted out for COVID, so <laughs> I technically just finished up my my ninth year in the league. So yeah. Um, I've been been very blessed and very honored to have a you know a great career, um, pretty healthy for for the most part. Um, so, you know, one more year left with the Jets on this contract. So, I'm trying to make yeah. it a big one and keep it going. Absolutely. Yeah. So, obviously, people probably know who you are, but tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you grew up? What was your road like to the University of Alabama? Mm -hmm. Like, what what did Saban do that made you made it a no brainer? Like, yeah. give us a little background. Yeah. So, um, I'm from Mobile, Alabama. Uh, born and raised. You no, know, my my mother's from Mobile. I uh, lived in Chicago. My parents from Chicago. Uh, I so, didn't know that. Where? Yeah. So um, South Side. So nice. that's where my my grandmother resides. So South Side, a little bit on the West Side. So a little scattered around. So that's that's really I'm like a city and a country boy in a way. So I, I got love a that. Chicago, a lot of Alabama. So um, you know, from from Mobile, you know, I have a younger brother, Jamie, who's four years apart. So it was just me and him. Yeah. And one thing we loved doing was playing football. You know, our, our dad introduced us to that at a, at a young age. I started when I was five. I believe he started when he was four. And it's like Whoa. contact football. So back in the day, that's, you know, that's what it was all about. So um, Five doing I, contact football? Contact football. I feel so like that's when people are still, like, in bottles and diapers and stuff. And you guys were yeah, just hitting much. each other hard. Yeah, so, growing, like, when we, when we got when I got a little older and I used to watch, like, my brother play. So, yeah. um, you know, he used to be running around, running around the wrong way. Um, Running the wrong direction, <laughs> so it was just it was just fun watching them play and watching them grow up. But you know, football was that was obviously the big sport growing up in Alabama. You know, we played different sports, but you know, football was our first love, and it you know it got us to you know where we are today. So very very grateful what what that sport has done for me. But uh, my role was, was wasn't too hard. Um, no no hard stories. Just just a lot of hard work. Um, yeah. You know, just coming coming out of middle school and high school, I kind of was getting looked at. Um, my eighth grade year, I had a track meet, and one of the Auburn scouts were were um, at the, Whoa, were the, at the track meet. So they they saw me do the hundred the hundred hurdles. So it kind of it kind of put me on the radar. Oh, I I couldn't tell you. I won, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you what it was. But uh, coming so coming out of high school um, in the summertime, they used to do like the seven on seven camp. So yeah. they definitely weren't as big as they are now. Like they got like leagues and yeah. all the kids just you know, looking like they're NFL players now playing. So I uh, went to we went to a camp. Uh, my Auburn camp my freshman year, and they offered me a, a scholarship that Whoa. year. So uh, that was my first like official official scholarship. So 
going into my sophomore junior year, you kind of just playing the game because you love it. You're playing with your friends that you grew yeah. up with, that you went to middle school with. Um, so I would say after my junior year is when I was like, all right, maybe uh, maybe I might be good enough to go play you know, college football because, yeah. you know, you're getting all your, your letters of intent. I don't even know if they still do that anymore. But I don't think they <laughs> you do. You got to fill out your waivers. Yeah, yeah. You got to go through the NCAA portal and do all those cool things. So uh, once once my decision kind of got narrowed down, it was between Auburn, Alabama, LSU. So that's no I, way. That's so why I took my, my three three official visits. So, wow. Um, Alabama, Auburn was always neck and neck. Um, I didn't really grow up a Alabama or Auburn fan because yeah. I – Cause I, cause my family, like my family's from Chicago, so I was a big football fan, but I didn't have real ties to to the big Iron Bowl rivalry. Yeah. So I went in 50-50, which I think was probably best for me. Totally. But, but the coaches uh, were were great. Uh, Coach Saban was great. You know, people that recruited me um, at my position, they were great. So it was tough for me to decide, like, you know, where I wanted to play. And also, growing up, I love watching LSU, you know, yeah. LSU and Miami football. Like growing up as a kid, those was like the the big schools, the yeah. big programs. So. I went to LSU for my my official visit. It didn't go well at all. Why? Um, so Les Miles was the head coach at the time. I don't remember the name of the the coach that recruited me, but he was a linebacker coach. Interesting enough. So I get we get to LSU that morning. They playing they playing Florida that night, and this is Tim Tebow still on the team. Yeah. So it was a big game, 2009. Uh, we get there that morning. We don't we don't talk to anybody. We don't see anybody. Don't meet anyone. So. It was pretty much just, you know, a smack in the face. Uh, wow, so yeah. So after that trip was over, like, all right, well, I guess it's, it's Alabama and Auburn. Note so, to LSU, um, do better. So, yeah, so the the key factor that made me make my decision, um, Coach Chizik, which I respect, great coach. Obviously, they won the year I went to Alabama in 2010. Um, <laughs> you know, he sat me down in the office. You know, we just kind of talk about everything, talking about the decision. And um, <clears throat> it kind of bit him in the butt, but he said, uh, so, you know, Alabama has a lot of, not word for word, but he said Alabama has a lot of great, great player, a lot of great talent. You, know, you got Rolando McClain. You got, you know, you got this guy. You got this guy. You got this guy. If you go to Alabama, you probably won't play. But if you go to Auburn, you know, you'll have a, a starting position. So, like, I'm like shaking my head, like, all right. So, like, basically, what you're telling me, like, I'm not good enough to play at Alabama. Yeah. You're gonna give me a spot here. So, like, I appreciate you. Then. Went to Alabama. Did that comment fire you up to choose Alabama knowing it was going to be more competitive um, and you had to be that much better? Honestly, it did. I wanted to play and, and compete against the best of the best. And, you know, if you didn't think I was good enough to, to have be a starter at Alabama, be a great linebacker, then that was just the push I needed to go through. That's incredible. Do you feel like that mentality is what keeps you going? Like, I feel like 10 years in the league is a long time, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, is it those comments? Is it people doubting you that you're like, all right, bring it on? What team's next? Well, as an athlete, 100%. Like, yeah. That's going to always, you know, rile you up. Or just in the human nature, if somebody doubts you or think you can't do anything, like, your number one goal is to prove you wrong and make you eat your words. Yeah. Um, you know, you can get caught up in that as well. Like, as I say, get lost in the sauce. So if you, <laughs> if you read too much of that, if you, you know, buying that too much, um, <clears throat> you know, you can start – trying to do those things but for the wrong reasons. Um, you want to always remember why you're doing it, who you're doing it for. As we say, like, what's your why? Always understanding, like, why why we out here risking our bodies or, you know, risking our time away from my family and, you know, letting, saying no to some things that we love doing just just to get to that level or get to that goal that we want to do. So yeah, um, it, it's a fine line between, you know, competing just to make some, prove somebody wrong and, you know, competing to, to really – play and reach for a goal that's greater than you. Yeah. I feel like when we talk about you and even seeing you now and like coordinating this, you lead with like such humility and 
you're just like a normal guy. Yeah. But what what is your why? Like, why do you continue to do this beat your body up like your position isn't like a light soft position mm-hmm. right you're like hitting oh, people yeah, pretty- of, yeah every player some type of contact yeah. totally I feel like this year more than any <laughs> like the offensive line was like attacking us like crazy um you know these guys are getting more physical more athletic uh, faster yeah. so you know, we gotta they they running they running with us stride for stride so um yeah, yeah you gotta you gotta adapt to the game so uh, for me to be where i'm at now at this level uh, I've, i feel like i've achieved some pretty good accolades um I had some some rec- some pretty cool records that that kind of went under the radar. That Wait, like, share I didn't, share well, with us. I couldn't I couldn't tell you like all of them. I know last year one I had like a certain amount of consecutive like seven game tackles wow. like in a, a span. So just like little cool things like that. Yeah. You know, just a little pass on the back. But obviously, like the main goal is to get the Super Bowl and yeah. um, coming out of free agency with the with the Ravens and having an opportunity coming for New York Jets and have a chance to. It'll turn a lot of losing to a lot of winning, turn totally. a lot of hopes and dreams into reality. Like once again, what what greater, what bigger challenge do you want? Like so, yeah. I, I came in accepting it and you know fighting for it and wanting it, but um, that dream you know bit me in the butt really quick and it opened my eyes. Um, in 2019, <clears throat> we played opened up against the Bills, probably have probably one of my best like NFL career games and um, had an interception in the first quarter, fumble recovery all over the field and end up uh, pulling or tearing my groin in the third quarter, which in, would lead would led to me having a sports hernia. So um, wow. I, I only played three quarters of that game and like three quarters of the the Monday night game against the was against the Patriots. And yeah. I was pretty much playing on one leg. I, I had been out all year, so I'm like, man, I, like I gotta play. Like I want to be out there yeah. with my boys. And like midway through like the second quarter, I, I went to go make a, a turn. I just felt something pull. I'm like, well, well, since my season over, I might as well just get as much as I can yeah. before it pulled me out. So, um, <laughs> so after that year, you know, it was obviously a disappointment. We had a lot of big, big signings. <clears throat> then obviously COVID happened, so I opt out. So that's that's two years, two years right there. And obviously the team didn't do well. Had a coaching change, and <clears throat> I always said, like, if I go somewhere, like the two things I don't want. As, or any athlete, especially when you you know you the big contract. You know the thing they always say, like, you don't want to get hurt. And you don't want to deal with a coaching change, so yeah. I'm dealing with that my first two years on the team. Jeez. So for me, I'm like, all right, you know, I, I say I want to accept this challenge. You know, I'm hurt. I just opted out for COVID, so now I'm a year, I'm a year, two, pretty much two years removed from yeah. football. So coming into that 21 season, it's like, all right, like what's I'm, I have to battle with myself. Like, what's your why? Because now I don't have no no structure for a whole year yeah. of, of missing football, which I haven't done since I was a kid. So totally. Now I'm in a position where no, um, you know, I tried to look for the quotes. I tried to try to read. You know, I tried to look for the inspiration from. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Kobe Bryant, so I'm, I'm I'm always looking at his, you know, his quotes and his posts and his videos and things like that. But I have to look myself in the mirror and say, like, well, if if you can't motivate yourself, then no one else will. Because at one time, it was it wasn't motivating me to you know to get back to the level where I was after yeah. you know being <clears throat> after getting hurt in 19. So. I took it upon myself to, you know, put the work in, get my mind right, get my body right, prove to to my teammates and my team that you know I'm still that player that y'all that y'all trusted in 2019, and I had a one statistically one of my you know best best um, seasons uh, in 21. So every well the past two years everything's been getting better like far as me, but uh, I feel like I've just grown so much as a leader and um you know being the being the vet, being the older guy on the team. Uh, just seeing the the new the new and the young 
new young NFL players come in yeah. and just be able to kind of have that NFL circle of life before my eyes has been really, really cool for me to see. Because anything that, that I say or that I tell my teammates or whoever asks, you know, it's all from, like, my veterans that I came with in Baltimore or it's from just life lessons that I've learned. So, I mean, yeah. I love to share information and or give any advice that I can to help, help people be better. Yeah. I think – one, what I know about you and just like watching your career, you are looked at as such a strong leader, but it's interesting you said like those two years, you had to like really dig deep and say, what's my why? And look at Kobe Bryant and read quotes and figure out like what was going to get you going. What, how are you a different leader than when you first started? Because to me, you are looked at as like one of the best. Um, I think those two years, it just, if anything, it, it told me that, that, you, that you can't do it on your own. <laughs> um, for me, it just told me that that you you can't be successful, you can't win, you can't be a champion and and do it by yourself. Just yeah. it's too much pressure, too much work, especially at at the, in this sport. You know, it's not yeah. basketball where one player can take totally. over. Um, you know, hockey, one guy can make a move, make somebody miss. Like soccer, all those things. So it really takes you know those ten players that's that's on the field with you to to yeah. make you be successful. And also, like if I'm not doing my job, I can't help help anybody else. So you know, for me, I have to mentally, you know, lean more on my teammates, um, expect more, want more, have to say more to my teammates. So, um, as you say, like, I'm a very quiet guy. Like, you know me as a quiet guy, yeah. but <clears throat> I've been sometimes forcefully, but um, a lot more I've been willingly to to say and step up and and have those those meetings and say those things that that feel uncomfortable or say some stuff that someone that somebody might not want to hear that it might yeah. ruffle some feathers but you know when you when you lead the right way and you, you say and do the right things and like you go to work with that mentality every day like you you will hope that if those things do come out and do rub somebody the wrong way like you understand like where it's coming totally. from I actually love that because to me you're talking about trust like you have built trust with these guys and that's how you've led so when you have to have a tough conversation it's like CJ just has my back yeah he expects a lot out of yeah, me I mean at the end of the day you know, like you know you can talk all you want but if you got to put in the work so I'm always put in the work first and probably talk on the third try so um yeah if, you, if I can see that you you're doing the things that you're supposed to do and you're trying to do it then that's we already on the off to the right page yeah um you had mentioned this, and I, I, I'm curious to know, like, what what the answer is. What is your why? Is it winning a Super Bowl? Is it your family? Like, what? You, let's just say you get hurt again, or something happens in your career, which it will. Mm -hmm. What is going to make you keep going? Yeah. So, just speaking as an athlete, um, you know, it always starts with your family. So, my family is always my why. Uh, my last name, my back, is very important to me. You yeah. Know, what? Uh, how people view view me as a man, you know, as an athlete, as a teammate. That's that's one thing that always drives me, and obviously to hold up hold up the Vince Lombardi Trophy um, oh, and yeah. to do it in New York. You know what what better place? Um, yeah. You know, looking looking around and seeing you know, all the posters and all that all those things. I saw the the '86 Mets. I watched their documentary last year, the Thirty for Thirty. Like when I watched those things about the New York Championship teams, seeing what the Knicks doing now, how the city behind their back, you know, totally. Brunson, and all those guys balling out rounds with those guys and just going to those games and just seeing the excitement. Just yeah. itching for for a win for the playoffs for the championship like you know that's 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 the stuff I want and that's you know that's the legacy I want to leave behind you know yeah. somebody somebody once said that the Jets will never win another win and guess what we did it hell yeah I love that yeah. you had mentioned this earlier like the two years 
you had mentioned something about like the mental side. Obviously, you show up, you practice the physical piece, but like, what do you do on a daily basis just to keep yourself mentally in check? Um, video games. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's that keeps me grounded. No, I'm a I'm a gamer. I've always been one. Even What's your favorite kid. game? Um, 2K is a favorite one. Um, play FIFA, play baseball, MLB. Got a couple swings in before I came out here <laughs> just to <laughs> get ready. Um, Call of Duty. So. I guess all the the normal the normal roundup. I'm always playing with my friends, so I mean, shoot, that's that's kind of like so. My girlfriend kind of gives me give me stuff about playing the game all the time. But we always say like that's you know y'all talk on the phone with your girlfriends and it's have conversations true. like this because you have your little headsets and on this Call of Duty talking like every day, talking you know, catching to, up, yeah. talking about life, having fun, cracking jokes. So so are you playing like Call of Duty, like asking, hey man, how's your family? Like shoot, like yeah, shooting. Yeah. How's your daughter doing? <laughs> <laughs> pow pow. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. That's good to know. So if, if I am dating someone who plays games, that's just like the catch up. Yeah, time. you just just gotta let it let it happen, let it be. <laughs> but but yeah, but outside of that, um, I mean, my schedule has definitely changed as I've gotten older. Um, you know, being more mature, you know, it's like I was saying, like some things you got to say no to. So one of those things for me was just going out. You know, yeah. being a younger younger athlete, younger player in the league, had a lot more time to you know um, go out and you know, be in the city and hang out with friends, uh, but. As you get older, your body changes. You got you have to listen to it. You have to understand what's asked of you. Um, I'm in a, a very great and blessed position to to be able to lead a, a group and an organization full of great great people to to, um, to for me to try to just be the best person I can be. And yeah. um, I found out um, that studying is the easiest way to to success in this league. So um, I take my studying very serious. Um, you know, a lot of times I want to. Uh, maybe go out to eat or get on the game a little longer, stay up a little later. Um, I just gotta say, nah, I gotta, I gotta watch this film. Like even, even if I don't want to, like if I try to just chill, like I'm in my head, like man, what, like what if this happened? Like yeah. I, I need, I don't think I, I don't think I watched enough of this play or enough of this formation. I need to watch just a little bit more of this. So just like little stuff like that is, it seems like it's a nuance, but you know, on Sunday when you when you recognize that play or see that formation or hear a call or see somebody make one move that that you notice that is all worth it yeah i think that's such a good reminder you are one of the best at what you do and you still practice you still prep right because yeah. i think there's some of the greatest athletes that maybe their career didn't go as long as they wanted to or they didn't leave the legacy that they wanted to but you just said it's a nuance but that's what's made you so successful yeah uh, just, just something you have to do you know uh, one of the small small acts of being great you know? exactly <laughs> that's incredible so two big questions for you. What is something outside of football that you want to do before you like leave this earth? Like what is one thing that you feel like? Um, I'm, I'm not too sure all the way yet. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I've been, been very fortunate in my football career. Um, opened a lot of doors for me. Um, me, and my, me and my best friend from, from Baltimore who I met my rookie year, um, Brandon, I mean, him started um, a business called the ELE. It cool. stands for Everybody Loves Everybody. Yes, so from, isn't that from, from Shrek? Semi, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's from Semi Pro um, with Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh so, yeah, so, ELE. So we like we enjoyed that movie. It's a funny quote, but the reason we chose it. Um, so like he like we do like all my off field branding. We do investments, um, just you know, small things like that. The pretty much everything outside of football off yeah. the field that's that what we do so the reason we chose that that motto is because like we wanted to, i wanted to be authentic like anything i choose yeah. if anybody wants me to rep rep their brand or be an ambassador 
I wanted to be genuine. I wanted to be family oriented because that's the type of person I am. And yeah. I don't want to be one of the person that has three different um, like ads on my page because um, it not really show authenticity. So just yeah. anything that I choose is like it really means something to me. Or I like really use the product or at the end of the day, it's like who I am. So yeah, that's kind of the motto behind, behind you know, what we're trying to build. So it's just been cool just kind of going transitioning to kind of the business side of the world, you know, talking to CEOs, um, talking to big insurance companies, you know, been on been on NBC like talking about draft stocks, like we really like, like crazy stuff like that. That's so, so um, cool. <laughs> it's just so that part has been fun. Um, so I'm just just living, you know, just playing ball, just doing the same things I've been doing, and just trying to yeah you know, support myself and you know keep just keep building my brand as a as a person. Yeah, well, I think so cool about that. I'm sure in in the world that you live in, the amount of times that someone's asking you to sponsor someone or get involved in a business venture that maybe doesn't align to you, I'm sure a lot of your teammates say yes to stuff. That yeah, they don't really believe yeah. in, right? Um, it, sometimes it goes that way. Obviously, you know, if you see a, a good, a nice check behind it, yeah. know, some guys might say yes more than others. But um, it just all depends, you know, like what, who you're trying to reach out to, you know, the people you're talking to. Like, you know, um, like we talked about earlier, like the, the entourage that you have. So, yeah. you know, the people that you that you keep company with, that's usually the attention you're going to attract. So, yep. um, I've been, like I said, man, I've been fortunate. On the football side, but also like with my close friends and family, um, you know everybody's been very supportive. Uh, people that, that have been with me, been with me through the long haul have have had my back through all the things, supported me. And you know when when things have gone wrong, where they've seen signs, I've been lucky more times than not of those yeah. things. Been they bringing it to me or talking me through you know how to get through certain situations. So yeah, um, man, I can't can't stress it enough, man. I got a very very a very good life, a very blessed life, uh, thanks to you know my family and friends. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool. We've all known you for so long, like Rod, like some of those guys that we knew mm -hmm. you in college with, like they're still a part of your circle. Yeah. And that just shows what kind of person you are. Yeah. And to your point, like that community, your family, friends that have seen you, you know, f well, you were never at the bottom, but you know what I mean? Like started from the bottom and now where you are now, yeah. they're going to keep you in line. I think it's just a good reminder, like make sure you surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have friends that scared to check you, then they're not really a friend. I agree, especially not family. Facts. Yeah. Um, okay, you mentioned Kobe Bryant. Who was your favorite football player growing up? But then I want to go back to Kobe. What about Kobe? Like inspires you, and why 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 is he the guy whose quotes you go to? Yeah. Uh, so my favorite football players growing up, um, NFL were Ray Lewis. With the Ravens, um, and Brock. did you get to play with Ray Lewis? No, so he he retired in 2012 when they okay. won the Super Bowl, yeah. and I got drafted in 14 by okay. the Ravens. Yeah, so um, him and Brian Earl Lacker for the Bears. Um, I the used Ravens, to love Brian Earl The Ravens, obviously, they were great when I was growing up. Ray Lewis, great linebacker, motivational speaker, all that great stuff. So just naturally drawn to his style, and um, I was a fan of the Bears because the Chicago connection, um, and they were good back then as well. Um, it, it did hurt me when they lost the Super Bowl against the Colts. So I did. Yeah. I remember watching that game. So I really wanted them to win that one. So those are my two favorite football players um, um, in NFL growing up. And as uh, far as far as Kobe Bryant, um, I mean, I think he's done well. What few people have have mastered, and that's and that's their mind. You know, and that's when you listen to him and talk. I mean, you listen to him and you know see the things that he says and does. Um, very jealous of my brother. He got this. He got the talking like witness 
Kobe Bryant in the flesh uh, when he visited Alabama a few years ago. So that was that was cool when he called me and told me that. So I was asking, like, what do you say? What do you do? Like, Wait, how, Kobe spoke to the Alabama basketball team? Uh, football team. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was – I, I want to say that was, like, 19 or something wow. like that. Maybe might have been before COVID. But, um, yeah, I mean, his, his mindset, you know, his willingness to never give up, um, the struggles he had to go through you know, as a player on and off the court. Um, you know, all those years he spent spent losing, but, you know, it didn't change him. It didn't yeah. change his mindset. Um, you know, he challenged his teammates in the in the way that, you know, a lot of great, all the greats want to do. Um, you know, you, I, I think now that you hear more of the stories about how, like, people would say he was an asshole, but how people would, he would challenge his teammates and say, like, how you're not doing your job and, you know, tell them off. But, um, like, you, like I was saying, you know, he put in that work, you know, he came to work with that same mentality every day. So, you know, whether they liked it or not, they had to respect it and, and show up or they weren't going to play. So, yeah. you know, I'm just trying to get, get get as close to the mama mentality as I can, which, you know, to a lot of people sometimes that seems like that's impossible to get to. So um, yeah. that's another, another challenge for me to try to do. You know what I think you embody so well and something that I feel like I try to think about every day is the two things people can't take away from you is how hard you work and then how you treat people. I think that you embody that. Like you work your your ass off. I know I'm not supposed to cuss in here, but second, you are really nice to people. And I feel really proud to be sitting next to you. What nine, call it 10 years in the league. You've not changed. You're still like CJ who saw us tipsy on Sunday nights at soccer Sunday. It's incredible. No, man, this, I mean, this whole setup is is really cool. Um, We talk about starting young, you know, you were just finishing college. I'm just, we're all just starting college and we all had our own separate paths. But if you, you know, treat people the right way, work hard, you know, do what you're supposed to do. You know, sometimes life will throw you a few bones here and there, but you know, if you do the things the right way, you know, you're going to reap the reward. So, totally. you know, you're hosting podcasts and um, hopefully what you're doing is going to you know, inspire somebody and the next person. So, um, yeah, kudos to you. That's the goal. Yeah. Well, let's close with this because this will be inspirational, I'm sure. Outside of being a captain, Jet Super Bowl winner, leader, family man, what do you want to be remembered for? Not just when your career ends, but like in all of life. What does CJ Mosley want to be remembered as? Um, well, I'll start by saying that I think it's easy to say for me, my, my role model is my dad. And um, I'll say, especially especially now more than ever, it's just because I've seen, like, I've seen him grow. Because, you know, obviously, just growing up, you see him as a, like, as your dad, kind of high school, college. He's kind of trying to let you be your own person, yeah. but, you know, he's still, like, on your back. And especially, like, since, since I'm in my 30s, I mean, I'll be 32, so it's been that many years. But as I've gotten older, I became a father. He kind of sat back more and kind of let me grow in. When I've had problems or needed questions or didn't have an answer and just to, you know, kind of hear how he spoke about it, watch him, you know, be a man, um, take care of the family, run run our family, yeah. you know, the whole Mosley family, the whole clan. Um, <laughs> you know, the way he, he lives his life, Mom, it's, that's, that's how I want to that's how I want to be once I get it's old. Incredible. You know, hopefully you know, we have a big family as well, same way we have now, and I can just sit back and, and just be happy and be be proud of like the man I became, yeah. you know, the people I, the people I helped raise, or the people that you know, I, I held close to me and watched them grow, and just see you know my family um, just, just be happy and um, not want for anything. So, you know, like I said, I've had a, a long a long life as a football player. So, I've been fortunate to you know, set 
set the financial part aside as yeah. far as you know the things I wanted to do. So for me, it's just about once I'm done playing, how can I still reach out to people the way I like I do now with my platform? Like, how yeah. can I be that person? How can I you know make sure that I'm still doing the right things in the community with my family, with my friends? You know, so. No, that's just the part of the next steps of life. So um, yeah. uh, I wish I had the answer for how it's going to look, but I'm excited to see it. Well, I think that's incredible. You just want to be known for being like a good man. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. Not a <laughs> not a hard ask. So yeah. Um, so he's a great guy or a great teammate. Then no, that's all I really need. It's incredible. Yeah. Well, I think you're a great guy. So you've done it. You've done a Appreciate legacy it. part. Well, thank you so much for being on today. This was amazing. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you all for joining us on that One Thing podcast. You can obviously follow CJ on Sundays, Thursdays, on social media. Where can they follow you? Uh, you follow me at Mosley32RTR, M-O-S-L-E-Y, Instagram. And on NBC talking about stocks, right? I think it was NBC. How about I say the wrong, <laughs> wrong network? But yeah. I think it's probably NBC. Well, thank you all so much. Give us a like. Follow us on YouTube on all podcast platforms. We really just hope CJ's story inspires you. And reminder, you can control how you treat people and how hard you work. Thanks so much. That one thing with Kayleen.